You just arrived for your professor's office hours with 10 minutes left. There's time for one question, and your professor has to answer quickly, but clearly and accurately so you understand. Welcome to Cali Lottles, your audio law professor. Today, you asked Professor Arthur Best of the University of Denver College of Law how an opponent can impeach a hearsay declarant when the declarant does not even appear in court. Your question is, how can an opponent impeach a hearsay declarant when the declarant doesn't even appear in court? It's a fine question. So let's uh, come up with a trivial example that will help us uh, be clear about the question. Say there's a trial uh, about uh, whether a truck driver drove the truck carefully or whether the truck driver ran a stop sign. The plaintiff, who thinks the truck driver did a bad job of driving, could put on a witness who will testify last month out of court right near the accident scene, declarant came up to me and said, I just saw that truck run the stop sign. So could witness testify to that? Yes, witness is just reporting live in court something that happened that witness knows about. The thing that witness knows about is the declarant said some words. Are declarant's words, I just saw the truck run the stop sign, are those words admissible? Yes, they're out-of-court words. They're introduced to prove the truck ran the stop sign. They'd be hearsay, but we will call them a present-sense impression, something the declarant said describing an event that he had just witnessed. Now, if you think that witness was lying and that uh, declarant never talked to witness, you can impeach witness in a variety of ways. What if a witness is telling the truth and declarant did say those words? Is there a way to tear down the credibility of declarant even though declarant uh, is not in court? The answer to that question is, you can do almost everything to tear down the credibility of a declarant that the rules allow you to do to tear down the credibility of a live in-court witness. Rule 806 of the Federal Rules explains this. Basically, it says that you can do anything to tear down the credibility of a hearsay declarant that you could use to tear down the believability of a live in-court witness. It also covers uh, some statements made by out-of-court speakers that the federal rules, in their special way, define as not hearsay. So Rule 806 says you can use in-court impeachment techniques against hearsay declarants, and you can also use them against the person who said out-of-court something that was an admission or a co-conspirator's statement, even though those statements are treated as outside the definition of hearsay. So really, to think about how you can impeach the credibility of a hearsay declarant, you just have to think about how can you impeach the credibility of any witness. What are the main techniques for tearing down the credibility of live and court witnesses? The first one is showing that the witness has bad character for truth-telling. You can do that against a live and court witness. You can do it against the out-of-court speaker whose words are admitted for the truth of what they assert. Rule 608 governs this, and it tells you that you are allowed to use opinion or reputation evidence to show that a speaker has a bad character trait for truth-telling. 
a witness can say, I know X, the speaker, and in my opinion, X has a characteristic trait of lying. Or a witness can say, I know the speaker's reputation in a relevant community, and that reputation is for lying. Now, here is one important difference between impeaching a live in-court witness and impeaching the credibility of an out-of-court speaker. Uh, the question always comes up, what if you know that the witness has done some specific acts that to show untruthful character? Can you prove them? And the answer to that question is you're prohibited from proving them. You can just show a person's character trait of untruthfulness, a witness or a hearsay declarance character trait for untruthfulness. You can show that in the ways I just said. But what about proving that the person stole money on a particular occasion from a church collection plate? Can you do that to show untruthful character trait or that the person embezzled? You are not allowed to do that. Under the federal rules in Rule 608, you are given one technique. You can ask the person about the past act. You can inquire about it, but you're prohibited from introducing extrinsic evidence about it. And when you ask about it, you're stuck with the answer that the person gives. So with a live in court witness, you can say, isn't it true that you once lied about your age to get into the movies at a discount? You are prohibited from proving that the person did it. If the individual you're trying to impeach is not present in court, is an out-of-court declarant, there is no way that you can ask that person, isn't it true that you once lied about your age? And the provision about uh, treatment of specific past acts to show untruthful character is very closely written in the federal rules. All it lets you do is ask about those acts on cross-examination. If the declarant is unavailable, not in court, there's no way to do that. And most courts will say that uh, for that reason, this particular technique of impeachment is kept away from the impeacher of a hearsay declarant. Some courts may allow it, but a literal reading of the rule would say there's no way to do it. This leaves us uh, one other big way of impeaching the credibility of witnesses, and that is by proving past conviction. You can do that against a live in-court witness, and you can also do it against an out-of-court speaker, a hearsay declarant, or someone who said words that got in as an admission. Rule 609 governs this. What does it tell us? It says that if the person has been convicted of a truth-telling crime, it gets in. Probably there is no balancing test. There's uh, no time limit. Evidence of a truth-telling conviction gets in. You can prove through an independent witness that a hearsay declarant was the subject of such a conviction. What about convictions of felonies that are not explicitly truth-telling felonies? they can get in too as long as the trial court believes that they are relevant to truthfulness. For those convictions, there's a balancing test, uh, balancing the probative value with regard to did the speaker tell the truth and the prejudicial value that uh, those statements will have against the defendant. There's very little prejudicial value in against a trial defendant from proof that somebody else, a declarant, was once convicted of a crime. So the balancing test will almost never keep out past convictions, even though Rule 609 does authorize the use of that balancing test. 
what else can you do against a, a hearsay declarant? You can show any way you can think of that the hearsay declarant has a bias against the party against whom the hearsay declarant's words were introduced. Proof of bias can be done in any way extrinsic evidence is allowed. So if the hearsay declarant has a financial interest in, say, the truck accident that we started this discussion with, you can prove that. If the hearsay declarant is a relative of someone involved in the case, you can prove that. Proof of bias can always be admitted, extrinsic evidence is allowed, and you can do it against a hearsay declarant just the same way you can do it against a live in-court witness. So, even if the hearsay declarant is out of court, can you impugn that person's credibility? Yes, by proving that the person has bad character for truthfulness, by proving that the person has been convicted of the uh, of a kind of conviction which the federal rules authorize as relevant to truth-telling, and by proving bias. So we've really reviewed most of the ways you can impeach a live in court witness because they apply to impeachment of a hearsay declarant. Bundables are produced and distributed by Cali, that's the Center for Computer Assisted Legal Instruction. You can find more laudables at www.cali.org slash laudables. And you can send your questions and feedback to laudables at cali.org, that's L-A-W-D-I-B-L-E-S at cali with a C dot org. The laudable theme music is Ask Me No Question by Learning Music. Laudables are for educational purposes only. Please seek an attorney if you need legal advice.